Support for Talking Art on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. Support also comes from the estate of Margaret Skinner, a longtime friend of WVIK and lover of the arts. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Sarah Robb, the lead artist for the Metro Arts Summer Mural Program run by Quad City Arts. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. You are busy right now working on three murals that are spaced across the Quad Cities. Where are this summer's projects? Yeah, I'm the lead artist for the Davenport Project, which is actually located um, at Genesis um, in their south um, parking ramp garage, Genesis East. Um, And then the other two lead artists are located in Rock Island at Douglas Park. Um, and then K&K Hardware Store in Bettendorf, Iowa. And at K&K, they have that, it's that side wall yes. along, which must be, let's see, uh, 18th Street, I think. Yeah, I believe that's the street. It's that main road that you can kind of take up um, up that hill. And yeah, it's that huge wall mm-hmm. on the side of their building there. So Now you have a group of young adults who are painting at each uh, location. D- describe how the Metro Arts program works exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great program. Um, Basically, probably around the first of the year, uh, somewhere around there, Quad City Arts will put a sort of call out, uh, we're accepting applications uh, for this program. And at that point, too, we know which programs are going to be run um, for the the summer. Anyway, so they have to apply, and then they're interviewed, and then... um, they're interviewed, and then they're hired and then paid uh, for the five-week program that starts about mid-June to mid-July. And it's about it's approximately five weeks Yes, it's like about five weeks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who gets to participate? Are there certain age requirements? Um, yeah, um, it's 15 and 21. So basically, uh, to keep it simple, students. And so local students, I mean, we go as far out as Muscatine, Sherrard, different places, um, but, you know, college students are usually most likely a local college students or students that have been in the program before but are now in college is kind of how it works. So 15 to 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many years have you been doing this now? This is year number 13. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? Wow. And so this year you're doing three murals. Is that is that typical or is this a larger year than, than normal? It's a larger year than normal. Um, there's been a – I can't remember which year it was, but in, in the past we've done three murals before, um, where we were Bettendorf, Rock Island, and Davenport as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is so it's a little bit more, there's a little bit more planning involved, a lot more supplies, a lot more support from our sponsors and things like that. But other than that, I mean, the programs ran pretty much the same, mm-hmm. just more people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you've been doing this for so many years. Yeah, and you're doing multiple ones a year. Yeah, you know, they really are popping up all over the Quad Cities. Yeah. Um, it, I'm not sure if I have a favorite. I, I, <laughs> of course, I love the the ones outside the the freight house, yeah, um, the farmers market area. But um, but you know, you paint under so many different bridges that you'll be driving down the road and then you'll be surprised that you see one. Yeah, um, the one on Harrison Street as you come into Davenport right. is is really visible. Yeah, that would probably be the one where people, when they say, "Okay, well, where do you do these at?" and I'll say, "Well, you know, the uh, one coming down Harrison Street by Fifth Street." The giant octopus, and people are like, "Oh yeah!" So that one, 
that year was really cool because it was so visible and there is such such high traffic that we got a lot of attention at that space and so it was really cool to work with the city on that one yeah yeah I just happened I was uh, I was in Rock Island the other day and I drove by the outside of the wood turners yes. building did you do that one as well yeah that was year number two um, yeah, so we did do that one. Um, that was um, following the one on the old Centennial building where they used to sell the tokens at the foot of the Centennial Bridge. That was year number one. So, yeah. And so I spent the first two years in the program in Rock Island. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really beautiful. I actually took thank a you. photo of it and I put it on the Talking Art Facebook page. Well, thank yeah, you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really uh, it's really great. Um, now, this, this Metro Arts program that Quad City Arts runs. It's you know you you are so involved with the murals, uh, but they also have other artistic forms. Uh, this year, photography and mm-hmm. then uh, improv comedy. Yes, yeah, which is just uh, really really cool. Yeah. How, how many students do you work? Are you working with this summer approximately? Um, each of the mural groups, and I would say probably pre- pretty relative in the comedy, improv, and photography as well. There's about ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the way that works, we are, we are allowed to hire nine apprentices and then one senior apprentice. Um, the senior apprentice generally has, uh, more experience or is a little bit older. Um, uh, I think a lot of times in my group, group, it's usually been like a freshman so- or senior in high school or freshman, sophomore in college. But yeah, so we are allowed to hire one and they act like our assistant pretty much. They have more responsibilities. They have to go to the meetings. Um, do a little bit more things than the other apprentices have to do. But, yeah, we all get the, those same opportunities in our groups. So, yeah. yeah. You had mentioned earlier that the application process opens each year in approximately January. Uh, what, what does Quad City Arts look for with the student applicants? Um, and, and are you involved in that process? The application process, not so much. I mean, but, uh, but the application process has been pretty similar all throughout all these years. And so uh, they're looking for um, – the artist, the young artist, a student to talk about themselves a little bit. So they're, they're required to write a little bit about themselves and their art. Um, it's also formal enough where they're asking them to get a letter of, of reference, which most likely is, is an art teacher, instructor, someone from school, um, high school or college, um, or, or an art, a private art instructor. So it's, pre- it's a pretty formal process that they have to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what a great opportunity for, yeah. for you know, artistically talented young adults in our community to, to participate in this and to have a paid apprenticeship yeah. because these students, I think, receive around $500 or so for their they participation. Do. Yeah, the apprentices receive 500 and then the senior receives 750 mm-hmm. So it's a pretty good opportunity. And they're involved in the process from very beginning to end. So the very first week is design, conceptualizing, and then transfer of drawing, and then painting. So... It really is their job and their responsibility and sort of their baby, those five weeks. And yeah. so we really kind of guide them through this professional process. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's walk through that, that yeah, process. So I absolutely. was curious, like, how um, – do, do the students involved each summer, did they come up with the concept and the design? Yes. Uh, or that, So that's not mapped out ahead of time? No, it's not. Because a lot of times, too, the way we decided to do it in the beginning when I first started um, in the program was to get sort of a relationship going between the client – and the artist. You know, we're required to get a little bit of input from the client to sort of give to them that first week. Sometimes it's a little bit more relaxed, but then sometimes the client is very specific. So um, depending on what their needs are is, is how we get started that very first day. And by the end of the week, and normally, um, we are having a presentation to the client, whoever that may be, where they have the opportunity to present their work and talk effectively about their designs. And then generally, I do about three designs minimum. 
So the client has options. We break down into groups. Um, you know, this year I think we had, it was three, three and four. And so there was three designs that Genesis got to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's great. Yeah. So, so besides working on the design project, they really have to collaborate with with each other and there has yes. to be a consensus that they absolutely. arrive at. Absolutely. You know, and that's the, that's, the, that's the fun part of it, kind of figuring out um, skill levels, technique, um, how people like to work. And you kind of get a good taste of that that first week, mm-hmm. you know. So, so you had mentioned you'd use the word client. So do organizations um, come to Quad City Arts saying we want to participate in a beautification project? Is that how it works or how do you choose the sites? Like specifically a lot of these are along um, – uh, railroads, like right. the abutments, and that yeah. type of things. Um, I, I, I was just, I just yeah, wanted to know um, how the location. I would say a high percentage of those choices were made based off the clients coming to Quad City Arts with like, hey, we would like to do this program again. Hey, we can find a wall, or the client already has a wall. Um, that that happened with K and K. They like we have this big wall. We've heard about this program, that kind of thing. So that's been kind of in the works for the last maybe two years, and then did, is happening this year. Um, you know, I know that there's been projects where I think it was more the idea of Quad City Arts and they approached the city. So it's gone both ways, but m- most of the time it's the client has a need and they come to Quad City Arts because they've heard about the program. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I look at your murals, they really bring a lot of joy. You know, they're, it's, they're unexpected. You don't you, you're Thank not you. anticipating finding that. Yeah. Um, they're often very whimsical and just mm-hmm. and just fun. And yeah. the, 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 the and you really use these bright, vivid colors. Mm-hmm. Do the um, students involved get to choose the the color scheme as well? Yeah, I mean, I do have some. I try to not to be so influence them so much that it becomes mine. Um, but I always try to sort of emphasize to them that. We only have five weeks, and four of those weeks is, you know, the drawing and the painting, um, and that whatever they're doing or designing has to be simple enough to be completed, um, but and, and bright enough to, you know, see as a as a person driving by or whatever, but also have enough interest for a pedestrian that's just standing there, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that that whole explanation of how public art is affected by everybody in the community and. You know how they can be successful doing that. Now, I maybe influence too much on the bright colors because I love bright colors. Not to say that we couldn't do something with more earth tones, but it generally just sort of, sort of works out that way. Uh-huh. Um, and I really try to leave that up to them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, because they're usually in, on uh, I don't, I don't want to say more blighted areas, but they're they're yeah. you know there are large large areas that 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 are are fairly gray and nondescript, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I love the use of the of the the bright color tones um so what makes you return to this each summer you've been doing this for a long time what, yes. what would you say is the most rewarding aspect of your job I think the I think the uh the relationships that I make with these these young people um my very first mural project um many years ago probably back in 2001 I had a mentor very similar to how I structure the program who sort of introduced me to the process and I was so influenced by that and will never forget it that, that opportunity as well as what I learned. And so I guess I'm kind of trying to continue that, mm-hmm. um, those kind of relationships, being a mentor. Um, you know, some of these kids, now I can't believe I'm saying this, are now married and have children. It's been so long since, yeah, you know. It's been, what did you say, 13, thir- 13 years. Yeah. And so those relationships continue. Um, I've also have um, hired them on projects of my own, things that I do on the side. And so I don't know, I guess being a mentor, and it's um, – it's very rewarding, mm-hmm. and being a part of any type of piece of public art in any way, 
um, that becomes sort of part of the history of your community and, and things like that is something to be really proud of. Yeah. And so I like to teach them that part too. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is something you can show your family, your friends as you're driving by or whatever that you did this and it's going to be around for for many years. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> You were kind enough to lead a mural walk for for WVIK yes. last September, um, and we went past some of the downtown Davenport murals that you helped create, and that was really really fun. That was fun. Uh huh. And I remember <laughs> you telling some pretty hilarious stories about working with the students. And, yes. And that's just part of that mentoring process. <laughs> right. And you know, probably you didn't. I, I'm guessing probably didn't anticipate that uh, that the teaching aspect would be something you enjoy so much. Right. I I, I did I didn't, and you know, and I think for years. It's kind of a happy middle for me because for years people were saying, well, you'd be a great teacher. And, you know, I said, but I need to figure out what level of teaching that needs to be for me because I really like to move around. Mm-hmm. I like to be in different environments, um, be out in the community. So this was a nice balance for me to be able to sort of teach what I've been taught. But I'm, you know, I'm not exactly in a classroom. I'm not saying that I couldn't do that. I'm just, but I, but I like that aspect of moving around and being in the public and being in the community. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. really works for me mm-hmm. as a person. So, yeah. What are some of the biggest challenges you've encountered? What's the biggest hurdle that you have to overcome? Going into the summer. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think just making sure. I mean, as far as prep work and things go, too, you have to make sure that that wall is the best it can be. So that can be a hurdle. Um, a lot of times the client's really involved in that. Um, there's been times, uh, I can tell you a short story about the pavement painting year where we were at five intersections. And logistically, that was just a challenge of making sure all those intersections were painted and getting everybody in different areas. And I, I should have probably had a golf cart. It would have made my life a lot easier. But you know, so there's been different years with different challenges that have come up. So um, prepping for it, it usually is kind of a well-oiled machine because we've got such a regiment. But I would say getting into the program is usually when those challenges start to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's a pretty established um, formula, if you will, for, mm. for kind of cleaning a for cleaning a, um, a wall, wall before yeah. you apply the, the paint. Because how, how long do these murals last? And, and I, I, I am guessing that how long they last is affected by by the prep work that you do ahead of yes, time. Yes, absolutely. Um, I usually like to, well, we use really good paint. Um, I've been using this paint co- uh, called Nova Color um, out of Culver City, California, f- California for like, I don't, since 2001, since my very first mural. And it just kind of stuck with me. It's just really good paint. And it's for the process of doing exterior or interior murals. So that's really important, you know, uh, making sure that you're using a good a good type of paint. Um, but, you know, power washing, making sure the wall is clean, Priming, giving it some sort of surface um, prior to adding the color, doing the drawing and adding the color is important. Um, if, you know, I, I like to go and sort of check out the wall, make sure there's not any real big damage that maybe needs to be repaired. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I tell you what, like, you know, with um, the viaducts and down there by the railroad tracks, we kind of worked with what we had because those walls are so old, you know, so you can only prep them so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say I would probably say this will be a good solid mural for 10 years as long as the Midwest, you know, with the elements uh-huh. doesn't act too crazy, uh-huh. then I think we'll all be okay, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, you can see some color fading and things like that, but that if, it, if a wall has a lot of sun, you know, or like I said, there's a d- damage to the wall based off a storm or whatever, those are things we can't really do anything about. Uh-huh. But yeah, it can last for a really long time. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it. I was surprised to hear that the wood turner, the one on the wood turner's building, and again that's in Rock Island, mm-hmm. was your second year because it's yeah. it's it's quite vivid. It held up great. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. 
Um, it, do you know, is there a map listing all the locations that, that uh, Metro, the Metro Arts Program has created? I, I haven't seen one. I do know that that thing they did with Quad City Arts um, um, at one point, and I do recall it being located on their website. Um, but yeah, that was a discussion and something that had occurred with them, um, so that, that information might be more uh, better asked to those people at Quad City Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that would be a really cool thing to... I think so, too. Yeah. Then people could get the map and yeah. could kind of uh, go on a, on a scavenger hunt, yeah. if you will, just kind of, um, they could tuck it away in their car, and when they're in a particular city, maybe Rock right. Island someplace they haven't been um, before they can kind of search for those. No, I know they do that in other cities too, like bigger cities and they, they, you know, people that are interested in that kind of stuff. So like I said, I know they've had something in the works and something that they've done in the past. Um, So yeah, Uh that is exciting to think about. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's hear about your other professional work. What what type of art do you create outside of this project throughout, throughout the year? Uh, well, the main thing is I'm is steel murals, um, so I do a lot of that type of work on my own. I'd say the bulk of the work that I do is the nicer seasons, you know, starting in the spring um, into the fall, whatever I can cram into those months. Um, but I do, I would say a, a lot of what I do is community work. You know, I've worked with the Boys and Girls Club, the City of Moline, doing another project with Global Communities um, that's been, you know, yeah. Which one, was that in the boy? But with the Boys and Girls Club, were those? Yeah, um, did you do those murals that are on the the ground? Uh, yeah, the pavement painting over yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah. that was yeah, and that was a project um, partnered with uh, Global Communities. That's that's been around for a couple years now, helping yeah. out the Floresiente community. Yeah, we yeah. we actually just did mm-hmm. a, a mural walk. I didn't realize yeah. that was that was you behind that. that. Was me, <laughs> and they're spectacular. Um, and you really have to be out on the ground walking. Yeah. It's fun. down there to appreciate it. That was a big one. That and was that's a big right project. off Fourth yeah. Avenue, the one way. Mm-hmm. Heading from Moline towards Rock Island. Yeah, and that building there—that's the yeah, because that's the Boys and Girls Club administrative building. So, mm-hmm. and you know, and prior to that, that relationship started with um, I did a mural with the teens over at the teen center, at the boys with the Boys and Girls Club. Oh. So that sort of led to you know, and and then now we're Global Communities has contacted me recently, and we're going to be doing a volunteer day, like maybe four volunteer days. We're going to be working on a mural, also in Moline. Yeah, so yeah, well that's. That's fabulous. Yeah. So do you have an undergraduate degree in art, or how did you uh, learn to do this? Oh, yeah, I have a BFA um, from Laguna College of Art and Design, um, my major illustration, minor graphic design. Um, and I got started in this, so the the year after I graduated, I was working for the college that I had just got my degree from, and you can audit a class, like most colleges, you can audit a class, and they were going to do a mural class. So it was going to be the first time ever doing this, I said, okay, why not, you know, get out of the office where I'm working and get out there and see what this is all about. And it, it was in Laguna Beach, it's California. Are you so from I, California originally? No, I'm from here. I went, to, you know, Davenport Central, I'm from here, um, but I moved out there. I lived there for about 10 years, mm-hmm. went to school and stayed for a little while and then came back. So, yeah. but anyway, so that was the influence on my love for murals was that first job or class that we all participated in, and then I just never looked back. Mm-hmm. I loved it. When you travel, <laughs> especially if you're in a coastal city, for yeah. some reason, I don't know what it is, but you see, tend to see more of them there, yeah. I, I think, or maybe that's just my perception. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I felt like that too. I really love how um, this community has grown and I, how I watched it grow mm-hmm. when I was gone for so long. Because, I mean, this was pre-Bucktown, pre-Figgy, pre-all of that, so it was really exciting to come back when I did – and become the artist, you know, that I've become around here um, with public art. 
because of all the things that happened while I was gone, you know. So yeah. I really felt that out there there was just more opportunities. And so it was nice to be able to be proud of my community and where, you know, where it is now. And to and be it, able to support, support yourself, support, right, yeah. as a professional right. artist. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, yeah. we are certainly glad that you came back. Thank you. To the Quad Cities. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, Rob, thank you so much for talking today and, and for making our community more beautiful bit, bit by bit every year. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. The 2018 Metro Arts Summer Program, which is run by Quad City Arts under the artistic direction of Sarah Rabb, will be completing their three murals in several weeks. The three locations this year are outside K&K Hardware in Bettendorf, Genesis East Medical Center in Davenport, and that's within their um, south parking lot, and Douglas Park in Rock Island. Stop by between 8.30 and 12.30 Monday through Thursday to see the young artists at work or go visit the sites after they're completed so you can view their final creations up close. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Our theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Cal. Thank you.